0: Welcome to the Seller Roundtable E-Commerce Coaching and Business Strategies with Andy Arnott and Amy Wees. up, this is Andy Arnott, this is a Seller Roundtable Quick Tip and today I'm going to be talking about the top five mistakes I see Amazon sellers making uh, when it comes to selling on Amazon. So uh, as we let a few more people jump on, I will get started here shortly. All right, so um, first things first, uh, I want to talk about uh, SellerCon. Uh, If any of you guys were there, uh, it was very nice meeting you. Uh, I got to meet a, a ton of people uh, you know, chat with all the, uh, all the the leading minds in the industry. It was great to talk shop and, uh, and talk to people and, and, uh, you know, see what's working for them. What's not working for them. Um, introduce them to, um, our tools and what we're doing and, uh, and seeing what, what other people are doing. And, uh, one of the things I was super impressed with is, um, you know, even though a lot of us there are, uh, technically competitors, uh, we all get together and uh, and and uh, help each other out. Um, you know, one of one of the overwhelming themes I think when we were down there, um, my friend Barkus, uh from Six Leaf, we talked a lot about this. Um, was that uh, you know there's over two million Amazon sellers, and that number's growing. So um, all these service companies, uh, you know, people like us, um, and, and all the the other service companies, you know, there's plenty of, of room for all of us to exist and to uh, and to uh, be successful. And, uh, it was really great to, uh, to see that, uh, kind of everybody there was, uh, you know, supporting each other and, uh, didn't see any animosity or things like that. Um, you know, things that, uh, that you would, you would expect to see, you know, if, uh, if you were hanging out with a bunch of your, uh, competitors or people, um, you know, who are technically vying for, uh, the same market. But the cool thing about that is, um, you know, like, like I said, what we realized is that, uh, the market's very large. So lots of, lots of, uh, Lots of people to go around, customers to go around, whether it's on Amazon or on a software tool or uh, if you're doing consulting, anything like that, uh, there's there's plenty of room to go around. So uh, that was fantastic. All right, guys, so let's get started. Um, uh, you know, when when we work with a lot of clients, um, you know, lately especially, we've seen a lot of products, a lot of people coming to us saying, hey, um, you know, I've got this inventory. It's not su- successful. We're having a really hard time. Uh, You know, being successful on PPC, on um, uh, you know, on ranking things like that. So, um, you know, one of the biggest things uh, to think about is um, a lot of these people are using sourcing tools. Uh, I'm not going to name any sourcing tools. You guys all know them. Um, You know, there's there's a bunch of different ones out there. I'm not going to pick any because I don't want to single any out. They all work pretty much the same. Um, So, uh, you know, try not to use a sourcing tool um as your first step. Don't use a sourcing tool. Just go to Amazon and start searching random keywords or or you know clicking through um, the, the best sellers to try to come up with product ideas. Uh, the reason for that I say is because um, everybody else is using that same procedure. Um, you know, a lot of courses and things like that kind of teach you to to do things that way and also you know stay within a certain type of criteria. Um, I highly recommend not doing that because what I'm seeing more and more and more is uh, Me Too type products. Uh, you know, stuff that's super saturated. Um, So never go and use those tools and find, uh, you know, I think a lot of them call like the opportunity score or, you know, something like that. Don't use those metrics um, when you're you're sourcing, uh, at least not on the first step, because that's when you're going to run into a lot of trouble. All right. So the next thing uh, that uh, I see another, um, you know, kind of uh, another huge uh, mistake is, not knowing who you 're going to sell your product to, you know if you think like uh, hey you know i 'm going to sell a, you know a yoga mat well that 's great, but who are you selling that product to who 's going to be your uh, you know, your, your main customer who 's going to be the people who are going to come back and, and seek you out and, and look for your product because there 's a thousand other people selling yoga mats so the first thing you should start with when you're when you 're uh, starting to come up with an idea on your uh, on what type of product to source or what niche. Uh, you wanna get into things like that is to build a customer avatar. Now, I'm not gonna go too deep into that. There's lots of different resources. Uh, Just search Google for like, uh, you know, how to build an avatar, how to build a customer avatar, something like that, you'll get lots and lots of uh, results. Um, But, um, you know, the the gist of it is, the cliff notes of it are, um, is to just know who your your, uh, target customer is. You know, is it a 35 year old mom with two kids, um, who's affluent and uh, drives a Prius, uh, you know, things like that. I mean, you really want to go as deep as you can to really build your ideal customer avatar uh, because when you go to Target, uh, the fringe uh, from that avatar will also most likely be interested in your product. So make sure that you're building that customer avatar and, and getting very clear on what, uh, on who and what your customer is. Um you know, once you get uh, that dialed in, then you're really going to ha- uh, be ahead of uh, probably 90% of other people uh, in the industry or who are co- trying to come up with these product ideas. All right, the next thing is to look for overall demand in the product or a similar product in that ni- uh, niche. Things like, uh, you know, like lots of things that we like to look at and, uh, you know, stuff we suggest you look at are uh, things like Google Trends, uh, Pinterest, uh, Twitter search. Uh, they, these are all great uh, places to uh, verify demand for your product. Um, there's also other ones like wish.com. Um, in other words, you want to go out and find it as many sources as possible to verify that that product is going to be uh, in demand. Uh, you, know, you might think you have a great product, um, but you might go out there and find that there's absolutely no demand for it. So no matter how great the product is, if nobody's out there looking for it, um, it's not gonna uh, be a good product. Um, Another good uh, source would be something called like, uh, uh, or something uh, uh, Google AdWords uh, has a keyword tool. That's another good uh, source. You can go in there and see if actually people on Google are actually searching for those keywords uh, related to that product. Um, Once you do that, uh, what I like to do after that is then go to uh, coupon sites. Uh, The reason I like to go to coupon sites are those are gonna be a really good uh, indication of if uh, those products are already, uh, highly saturated. So uh, websites like Vipon, um, and I think uh, I think there's another one called uh, Elite Deal Club. I think that's uh, Viral Launch's website. Any of these websites, uh, Rebate Key, um, any of these websites that are um, are giving discounted products are actually a really good place to do uh, research because if you're seeing a bunch of those products on those websites, then you probably already know that those uh, those product niches are going to be pretty saturated. Okay, one of the biggest, if not the biggest, uh, mistake I see coming from uh, people trying to uh, come up with product ideas on Amazon are um, the failure to know what your marketing costs are going to be before you get into that product or or that niche. What I mean by that is, um, you know, right now we have, uh, you know, uh, a client who has a um, supplement uh, product and, uh, you know, the sale price is about 20 bucks. Uh, But if you go in and look at the main keywords for that product, you're looking at a cost per click on Amazon PPC of about $6. So if you do the math on that, even really quickly in your head, you're going to know that uh, those, uh, that product's going to be extremely hard to get um, any type of margin from, uh, because so much of your uh, spend is going to go to, um, you know, those pay-per-click costs that in the end, it's, it's just not going to pencil out, um, you know, profit wise. So make sure that you know, that you, you know, what your marketing costs are before you even, uh, think about sourcing that campaign. A lot of people are like, well, how do I do that? It's actually pretty easy. All you do is you go in and you, you, what we do is we just go and build a fake campaign. And we, um, in the, in the first step, uh, of that campaign, we don't actually create it, but you can add keywords. And then you, all you do is add those keywords, you know, maybe your top 10, uh, keywords that you're looking uh, to be, uh, you know, bidding on when you get that product and look what that range of, uh, what the range and what Amazon suggested bid is for those uh, keywords. Um, you know, if you're selling a $20 product and the cost per click is $5, I would definitely suggest you look for a different product. Um, but uh, the other um, side of that coin is you can actually find really great products that way. If you go and find a, a product and you and you go into Amazon PPC and you find out the most, uh, um, that most of the keywords, most of the com- top uh, keywords are, you know, under twenty cents or something like that. Then that could be a really great product because you'll be able to scale that those th- those PPC campaigns pretty easily and 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 get some great profit on the back end. Now, along with uh, uh, with that, once again, you you definitely want to want to make sure that those keywords have a decent amount of volume. Um, so that's my last but not least uh, keywords. People uh, fail to do keyword research when they're sourcing a new product. Uh, this is one of the first steps that we do. We go out and we look at uh, keywords and what kind of volume and demand uh, that they have, um, and then also the competition on those keywords, um, and then you work, we're, we work backwards from that. So um, that would be absolutely uh, essential for your first step. Uh, so many people don't do keyword research, but it should be one of the first things that you do when you're talking about sourcing uh, new products. Now, uh, back to the first um, uh, mistake was I said, don't use uh, sourcing tools. Now, um, don't use sourcing tools in the first step. Some of these sourcing tools are actually pretty useful in the last step. So after we do all of our research, after we do all of these things, um, the last step that we do is to actually use uh, a keyword sourcing or I'm not a keyword sourcing tool, but a product sourcing tool, um, to actually verify what we've researched. Now, if we go to verify it and uh, one of those tools is saying it's not a good product. Um, we still trust our research more, uh, than what they're giving us because theirs is based on an algorithm and has very few, um, you know, there's, there's very few human touch points. Now, you know, algorithms can only be as good as the data that's in there and that data can vary greatly from tool to tool. Um, so, you know, just use that tool as kind of a, a last step to gain a little more insight into that product, um, into that niche. Um, and, uh, once you do all of those things, you should have a really, really great, um, a really great chance at having a successful product. Now, all that being said, you can still do all that and have an unsuccessful product, but this is a really, if you, if you, uh, you know, avoid those pitfalls, those five pitfalls, you should have a really great chance of finding a good product. Now, um, you know, Another thing to really think about when you're doing this um, is you may want to use uh, the t- technique that Amy and I have talked about quite a bit, which is um, the technique where we we source a, a fairly small amount and we build a, um, a listing and we test the product to see if there's demand before we go out and, and spend a lot of money on Um, a ton of product. Now, if you've been doing this for a really long time, like, uh, like myself and Amy, uh, you probably have a pretty good idea on how this all works and kind of a good intuition. And, uh, you know, generally we do, we, we do fairly well on this. Um, so we end up, you know, ordering fairly large amounts off the bat, but if you're new at this and, um, and you're not super dialed in yet, uh, sourcing small to test is a, absolute great way to start and yeah, to learn the ropes and to, to get your, to dip your toe in the, uh, the Amazon waters, uh, without, you know, risking your life savings. All right, guys. Um, that is going to be it for today. Um, we are going to be back next week at our normal time for, uh, our seller round table. And, uh, if you guys have any follow-up questions to, uh, to this, uh, quick tip episode, uh, please feel free to reach out then and join us live and we can follow up on any of the questions, uh, that you have for that, uh, during that time. All right, guys. Uh, thanks again. And, uh, we will see you again next week. Hey Bart, how's it going? Uh, thanks for, uh, tuning in live. Appreciate it. All right, guys, uh, see you next week. And uh, once again, like I said, if you have any questions, go ahead and have them ready and uh, we should be able to answer those for you. Uh, Also next week, or maybe we'll just do, uh, I'll I'll just do kind of a separate uh, episode, uh, either a a sell round table extra or a a quick tip episode about uh, some of the things I think that... uh, you know, that were, we're gleamed from, uh, from the Silicon Conference, you know, things that, um, you know, I see kind of the trends and what a lot of people are talking about. I'll get more into, uh, into that next week. All right, guys, take care. Happy Wednesday, and we'll see you next time. Thanks for tuning in. Join us every Tuesday at 1 p.m. Pacific Standard Time for live Q&A and bonus content after the recording at sellerroundtable.com.